Hey, welcome to the C3 Church Victory Podcast. We pray this message will inspire you and activate your faith. Thanks for joining us. We are, um, if you don't know me, my name is Simo. Our people online might not know me. There might be some people who haven't met here before. I don't know, but my name is Simo. My beautiful wife and I, Jess, uh, we're pastors here. We're on team and we love we love church. We love doing life with people. We love serving God. We love um, just seeing people grow. We love community. And uh, if you're new with us this morning, we just hope you feel welcome. And we just pray that you have an awesome morning and you just, you just feel blessed by this. And we just think church should be the most welcoming, I say it all the time, the most welcoming place on the face of the planet. Like you should be able to walk through these doors. You should be able to check us out online and just feel welcomed. And um, so we hope you feel welcome this morning. We hope you do. We've got a quick, we've got a quicker service this morning. I'm aware there are children amongst us. There are kids and rumbles and noises, and um, I have three of my own, so I understand. But we are in a new series. Uh, last week, Pastor Darren kicked us off for the first episode of Soundtrack of Summer. So for the last couple of years, we've been doing the Soundtrack of Summer, kicking off our new year with a new soundtrack, like a fresh soundtrack kind of thing, a fresh song, and, um, you know, metaphorically, I guess, but the soundtrack of summer, and Pastor Darren had a cracking message last week, really powerful. If you weren't here, check it out, get the video, um, watch it online, watch the po- listen to the podcast, don't watch the podcast. If you watch a podcast, it's a bit boring, but listen to a podcast, and uh, that's an incredible message. So part two this morning of the soundtrack of summer, you know, it feels like last week we're, we're all coming out of the haze of Christmas. And I feel like people are going back to work now. We're kind of kicking off into the new year. And we've got the messages everywhere, new year, new you, you know. Um, the diets floating around in all the magazines and online news articles. And a million and one YouTube influencers telling us how to have the most productive uh, year ever. And how to have the best, you know. Does anyone see those YouTube guys that have like, you know, five things to be the most productive, effective dominate your year. I mean, there's too many. I think there's too many, and I don't believe them. They make me stressed out thinking about how productive I need to be. So I'll just cancel them in my mind. But I think there's something powerful about how, you know, the year continues, time continues, but there's something powerful about new beginnings. There's something powerful about endings and new beginnings. As, as humans, I think we just love the idea of finishings and new beginnings. We just we love having a closed loop. We love kind of uh, we love that's why people love murder mysteries. We love resolving unresolved things. And I think if we didn't feel like the year resolved itself, we'd go a bit crazy. So there's this kind of psychological thing that we have where the year comes to a close and then we start afresh. And I think why not take advantage of that? Why not take take advantage of that kind of whatever's going up in our heads? with the fact that we can start fresh in a new year. The reality is you can start fresh tomorrow, you can start fresh the next day, or you can start fresh next week. That's the reality. We're at the start of the year, so we've got start of the year vibes, which is, which is good. I reckon jump on that. Get your resolutions and goals and habits. Ha- who's got all their things? Who, who does, who's doing those things? Is anyone doing those? I know everyone's over it, aren't they? We're fed up with our resolutions and revolutions and, um, yeah, gee, well... Well, my whole message is about that this morning. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not, it's not. We're in the book of Psalms. Who enjoys the book of Psalms or the book of, whoever grew up thinking it was Palms, the book of Palms, the book of Psalms, and um, the book of Psalms is an incredible book. It's a book of poetry, 
It's a book of song. That's why we got in the soundtrack of summer. And it's actually, you know, actually 30% of Scripture is made up of poetry, of creative imagery, poetry, song. And, um, and so we've got the book, the book of Psalms is actually, it's a collection of songs and poems. And we've got psalmists, multiple psalmists. We've got likes of, we've got David in here. We've got Moses. We've got a guy called Asaph. Um, I don't know much about Asaph, but we've got like the sons of Korah. And we've got a whole bunch of unknown guys that have kind of, that are part of this collection. It's kind of a, it is kind of like, a, a curated playlist. The, the book of Psalms is like a curated playlist, Spotify, you know, curated kind of playlist of all different kinds of songs. And the thing I love about the Psalms is that it's raw. It's real. There's like, when you start to read through the Psalms, you see, you see people's humanity on display. You see people's soul on display. Like you get an insight into the inner workings of some of the psalmist's soul and their emotions and their, their fears and their anxieties and their doubts and their wrestles with God. And sometimes they're just flat out arguing with God. And, and I love it because we get the inner workings of our heroes like David and Moses and it gives me hope that they are also having struggles and inner workings in their soul that we all have that they are humans, that they, they do deal with their humanity. But I love that we also get to see how they connect this moment, their, their humanity, with God. They connect their sorrow and their pain and they bring it to God. And we see the conclusion of that in multiple, many of the Psalms. And, and the book of Psalms, actually, by the time, by the time we're finished, there's more, there's more Psalms of praise than there are of lament. And there's this pattern in Scripture, not in Scripture, in the Psalms this morning. There's, there's many patterns, but one of the big patterns that stands out is this pattern of, of lament, which is like sorrow, sadness, despair, worry, anxiety. There's, there's a pattern of lament, and then there's a pattern of praise. There's lament. We see lament, lament, and then there's praise. Lament and praise. Anger and joy, sorrow and, and gladness, anxiety, fear, and then we see faith engaged. And there's this pattern of lament and praise, lament and praise. And there's, there's one psalm this morning which I feel like is a good example of how the whole book of, of the psalms kind of moves throughout the whole book of Psalms. And this is Psalm 42. And no doubt you would, have, you would have heard and read this one before, but I'll read it out loud to you this morning. It should be on the screen. Psalm 42. It says, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, the living God. Where can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night. While people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one. With shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng, not Havianas, throng, different, yeah. My, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, 
my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mazar. Deep calls unto deep. In the roar of your waterfalls, all your waves and breakers have swept over me. By the day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forgotten me, sorry? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony. As for my foes, they taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And what a powerful psalm. And this is just one psalm, but the whole book of Psalms has this, this praise and lament, this praise and lament. And you see the inner workings of the psalmist in this passage. He's struggling with with what's happening and his enemies around him, but he, he goes to God, but he's struggling, he goes to God, and I feel like I'm in good company. I'm like, this is, I feel like I'm in, I'm in good company. I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have to have it all figured out to go to God, to take things to God. It's okay, we see a true and authentic relationship with God being outworked, being walked out over time, over time, the wrestlings that we have with our humanity, that we take them to God time and time again. Who has, i got my record player here this morning. Who likes my record player? You like it? Took me a while to find all the bits and pieces, you know. Who ha- Does anyone else have a record collection? Oh, we've got some record collectors around here. Nice, nice. Oh, Chris, I know Chris and Leah Windus has, uh, I've seen their collection pretty good collection. I've got a small collection. I've got a bit more than this, but uh, but I mean, I'm sure everyone has a playlist collection, like a Spotify playlist collection. Yeah, who's got a Spotify for like cleaning the house? Got like a cleaning the house Spotify playlist or a chill mood or a romantic mood or getting things done mood. Like we've got playlists for our moods. Uh, I've got a million different playlists spanning back like 10 years and they're just unorganized. And But I go back and I listen to a song in a playlist like eight years ago. It just takes me right back. I love it. But, um, but I didn't start with Spotify on my record player. I started with a Walkman. Who had a Walkman? Sony Walkman. How good are tapes? They're not very good, actually. <laughs> They're terrible. But I remember going to Sanity at Jesmond. Jesmond Sanity, Michael Jackson's new tape was out. He was a bronze statue on the front of the tape. And I was just enamored with Michael Jackson, and I had to get that tape. And I think I got the tape. I can't remember much after that. I just remembered being really excited in Sanity about getting the tape. But then I got a Discman. Who had a Discman? Yes. Discman, yeah. My Discman went everywhere with me, everywhere. I remember where I was in like parts of Tasmania with my Discman listening to Silverchair songs, like listening to Freak Show or something, being a bit probably depressed or teen angst or something, you know. And, um, but I remember my Discman and now we've got like, well then we had iPod shuffles or MP3 players, the mini disc player come along. Remember the mini disc player? If you had the mini disc player at school, I remember this one guy at school, it's like he was from the future, um, he had a mini disc player and he had like special chords coming out of his backpack and everything to listen to music. It was like, that guy's cool. That guy is really... Mini disc player didn't last long, I reckon six months. But then the iPod came 
iPod, iPod Shuffle, Shuffle Mini, all the different sizes and shapes, and then we've got iPhone, Spotify, and the rest is history. But I wanted to go old school and hipster about eight years ago and go all retro and analog. So I started, like, searching out for the ultimate setup that just looked good. Like, I wasn't really <laughs> worried about how it sounded. just wanted, like, a cool-looking thing. And so I got a cool-looking thing and started setting up, getting some vinyls and things like that. And then we had kids... Kids, where's the kids at? Are they all out? Oh, some of them down here. And knobs started missing, going missing. Record started get like, just come out, and they're there, like, doing this on the record player. I'm like, oh. And literally, they just broke, they just broke stuff, gouged favorite records and everything. So it's been packed away. It hasn't seen the light of day for a little while. It's been packed away in the shed. Same with my records and things like that. But um, the, a little anatomy of the record player, I'm sure you know. These are speakers. This is where the sound comes out. But we have, we have the record itself. Oh, here we go. It's stuck. I'm going to snap it on a record, which has, which has grooves in it. Did you know that? It has grooves. The grooves are pressed into the vinyl, um, and that's what makes the sound. The stylus or the needle goes into the grooves, and there's little bumps, right? There's all that kind of little bumps inside, Inside the, inside the vinyl groove, there's little bumps. And this is as far as I go with my knowledge, right? I don't know what the bumps do or how the bumps work. I just know that there's little bumps that make sound. And that's how we get our music from the vinyl, right? And that's how we get all the nice little crackles and the warm feelings and the, you know. I, and I love albums. I love the idea that you can put an album on and you just leave it. You don't skip. You're forced to listen to the whole thing. And I, I'm a bit of a purist with albums like that. But anyway... I'll, I'll digress from showing you my vinyl. There's a, there's a, there's a point to this. I'm not, I didn't just bring this up for fun. <laughs> right? Um, but my question for you this morning is, is like, if the psalmist, the psalmist had this, this collection or this curation, this, this record collection, so to speak, of their history and their life with God in song, and they had lament and they had praise. And my question for you this morning is like, what does your record collection look like? What does your playlist sound like right now? What's, what's on your record player right now in your mind? What's got, what are the thoughts in your mind? Right, This is metaphorically. I'm not talking about you have, actually have a record player at home. I'm not asking you what you're listening to. But like what's just like the psalmist, we see the sound of their soul on play. What, what's the sound of your soul right now? What, what are the words floating through your head? What are you, what's... What's going on in the inside? What, what is the sound on the inside of you? That's my question this morning. And, and I think a lot of the time, we get stuck on loop. We get stuck in a groove. That's why I mentioned the groove. See, that's, there we go. Cheesy, right? Uh, but we get stuck. We get stuck in a groove or we get stuck on a playlist on loop or a song on loop and it's playing over and over in our soul and in our mind and it goes round and round and it's the same thing and maybe it's been the same thing for a couple of weeks. Maybe it's been the same thing for a couple of years. Or maybe you can't remember the last time it was, there was any different song playing on the inside of you except the one that you know. And there's nothing wrong with lament. I think this is great that the psalmists show us that lament is good. Lament is fine. And the things you're feeling are real. But I think we get stuck on loop sometimes. And there's all different kind of things that get stuck on loop in our life. Like, this is an Alt-J record, right? But 
Some of the things we get stuck on are our identity and the sound that is on loop is I am. I'm this or that. I'm no good. And there's this song that's playing in our soul, I'm no good. Like, I'm not good enough. And this is the song that's playing on our soul and in our mind. I'm not good enough. I can't do that thing. I'm not good enough for God. Like, I'm, I'm stuck in this sin. There's shame in my life. Like, I'm stuck here. I, I can't. And the song is, I can't connect with God. I can't, I can't pray. I can't spend time with God. I can't worship or enter into His presence because there's all this stuff going on. So I'm, no good, I'm not good enough. Or I feel worthless. And this song plays on on the inside of our soul. Or sometimes relationships cause, I mean, let's be honest, relationships cause a lot of turmoil in our world. And sometimes there's a song playing on the inside of your soul that's because of relationships, broken relationships, offense. Maybe someone offended you. And maybe they actually did, they were in the wrong. And it's real, the pain that you're feeling, the song that's been playing on the inside, it's real. It's not to be pushed aside as nothing, but maybe you've been offended or there's just hurt or disappointment because of family or relationships. Someone's done something wrong to you. And, and in, the, in that, sometimes the, the record that's on play in our mind and in our soul is usually, you know, we tend to blame. They, they did this, that person, they. And it could be true, but we're stuck on loop. We're stuck on loop. They did this, they, they, they. Or maybe it's the sound of fear, the sound of what if. What if? And this is the thing playing. It's just blaring all day long. What if? What if? What if that what if that report that comes back from the doctor is not what I want? What if we can't get that house? What if I don't get that job? What if the plans that we have don't work out? What if my kid has to deal with all this stuff in culture and the world that we're growing up with? And and the sound, the song, the soundtrack that's on loop in our mind and in our soul is just the sound of what if. And I tell you what, these, all three of these happen to me and all of us at times, for sure. What if I feel like I'm not good enough? And there's nothing wrong with moments or seasons of lament. There's nothing wrong with feeling that pain. That's real. That offense, that hurt, that disappointment is real. That fear is real, but I love what the psalmists do. They take their laments. They share their laments with God. They share the sound of their soul with God. They don't hide it from God. They, they, they come to God vulnerable, open, raw, and they let God know how they're feeling. Sometimes it feels like they're, flat, they're just flat out having a go at God. They're disappointed with God. Where are you? Why aren't you coming through for me? What's going on? Nothing makes sense. And they're just saying this to God. And then by the end of it, a couple of Psalms later, as they dealt it with God, there's this new song that starts to come out of the psalmist. And it's a song of, but I'm going to keep, I'm going to praise you anyway. I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to praise you. But I'm going to put my hope in you. But. I love you. You are my God. You are creator God, but there is nothing impossible for you, God. 
I am lowly and I don't understand everything. You are God and you know infinitely more than I will ever know. Your wisdom is far beyond my wisdom. Your perspective is far beyond my perspective. But sometimes we can't get to that place until we bring our lament to God. And God has no problem with us playing our lament to Him. But He has a problem with staying stuck there. He has a problem with like us playing that song over and over. And sometimes we need to play it for a while. That's okay. There's times and seasons. But as long as we're like sitting down with God and playing it to Him, letting out the soul, the sound of our soul to Him. And this morning my encouragement is that we can't just leave that record on the platter. If we want to see change, we've got to make some change. It's our resp- the tone or the sound of our soul is our, to some part our responsibility. We need to, after we've played it to God, we need to give it to Him. We need to like take it off. We know, God, I've played this song to you. Here's my soul. And we need to give it, we need to put it on the shelf. We need to put it back in its sleeve in the collection, in the curated playlist of our history with God. We need to put it on there. I'm going to put this on the shelf, God. I've given this to you. I'm going to give it to you, God. I'm going to put it back on the shelf. Oh, here we go. And then God says, awesome. Thanks for that. And then he gives us a new song. He gives us a new song. He he exchanges our song for his song. He exchanges our reality for his reality. He exchanges lies for truth. He exchanges lament for praise. And if we let God... If we let him, if we go to him and put that record on the shelf, he says, here, I've got something for you. He says, put this on. We put it on and we, and we start to play a new sound. It's the sound of the, the promises in Scripture. It sounds like, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind's in Christ Jesus. It sounds like instead of I am this, I am that, it sounds like, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So we might say, God, I feel worthless. He says, give that to me here. Guess what I say? You're a new creation. You are brand new. You are made in the image of God. You are set free. You are saved. You have, you have a full inheritance in Christ Jesus. He says, you're a new creation. You're a son and a daughter of God. And we need, to, we need to let that start to play in the soul of our life. We need to put that record on, the truth of God. We need to meditate on that, just like Psalm 1 actually says, that we shall meditate on His precepts and His law. And instead of what if, instead of fear, Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. We know that God takes the works of the enemy, uses it against Him, and makes it work in our favor and gives Him glory in the end. And we need to start putting those promises on. We need to start taking the the lies off and put those promises on and start listening to the promises of God. In relationships, instead of staying in a fence, listening to the loop of a fence, which is they, they, and we, we expect someone else to change the record for us. 
and we live in unforgiveness and bitterness, and we're like, oh, I'm not changing this record until someone changes it for me. God's like, no. Your soul is your job. That offense, that hurt might be real. But we're called to forgive. We're called to love. 1 Peter 4, 8 says, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. And we're called to forgive and we're called to take it off and humble ourselves before God. And whether that person never says sorry or rectifies the issue, we're called to be people of forgiveness. We're called to live in freedom. We're called to forgive. We're called to let go of offenses. We're not called to be imprisoned by the, by the sound of our pain. So we give it to God and He gives us a new song. I've had this happen in my life where I've had offenses against people. And miraculously, God has given me a heart to love them. And it is miraculous. Like God does it. We're, we're part of the process though. And you know, the main point of my message this morning is we just we need to make a change if we want to see a change. And some of us have been living with this playlist on loop, and the soundtrack of our life is this playlist that's been made up of songs that reflect our circumstances and our experiences, our upbringing, and maybe even the predominant prevailing cultural ideals. But if we allow this playlist to dictate the trajectory of our year, we're ultimately just going to remain on loop. We'll be stuck in the story attached to our soundtrack. Like, it's like the soundtrack of our life because, oh, now I've got a new soundtrack for you. And this morning, it's just a simple message. The call is come and exchange the soundtrack that's been playing on loop in your soul. Come and exchange it with a new soundtrack this morning. Thanks for making time to hear this message today. We encourage you to connect with us by heading to c3victory.org.au. 